just listen to the man, he got some good news for you. Hey, everybody, gather near, the doctor's in the house, so lend him your ear. The things he can say might even make your day, he might even help your pain go away. The doctor is in the house, the doctor is in the house. Let the doctor know what's bothering you, I'm sure he can tell you just what to do. The doctor is in the house. Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Ron, host of Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored, live today, and glad to be here. So thank you for tuning in. This program contains general medical information. The medical information heard on this program is not advice and should not be treated as such. You are encouraged to confirm any information obtained from this program with other sources and review all information regarding any medical condition or treatment with your physician. And thank you so much for uh, the good uh, reviews on the, the last two programs, which were pre-recorded uh, with Dr. Russell Jaffe. How to Live a Happy and Healthy Life, and last week's The Eight Predictive Biomarkers. They got great reviews, and The Eight Predictive Biomarkers is something that you can use today. You've List, take, make a list of those uh, tests, and when you go for your physical, give them to your physician. And then, uh, you know, if they're out of normal, you can correct them with lifestyle changes and increase your lifespan. And uh, I guess that's uh, because of our show content. We again have made the top 50 in Dr. Podcasts on the web. And you can find us at Feedspot, F-E-E-D-S-P-O-T. And uh, we got another uh, high five from them. And it, it lists the top 50 doctors podcasts on the web. So I want to thank them because, uh, that's, uh, you know, we do put some work into this. And uh, what can I say? They noticed it. So with an attitude of gratitude, let's get on with the show. We know that especially in these trying times, an attitude of gratitude not only boosts joy and general life satisfaction, it's also the single best predictor of good relationships and benefits your sanity and your physical health. Well, with this year we've been through, can I say any more? So I've been recommending two books. 
right? The Invisible Rainbow by Dr. Furstenberg. It's a it's a big book. If don't be, but don't be intimidated. Dr. Furstenberg's language is easy to understand, and he talks about the electrification of the world. And as I told you a few weeks ago, the the Wi-Fi, the electromagnetic fields are similar to uh, secondhand smoke with one big difference. Secondhand smoke can be avoided, but in today's world, there is electromagnetic fields around us 24-7. And uh, we gave you some uh, ideas how to mitigate that. We'll continue uh, talking about that in the coming weeks. And uh, I will tell you that this coming Tuesday at 4 p.m., uh, we have Dr. William Wong. This, again, is an encore presentation because it is so pertinent today. And it will involve the uh, four essential things for an active, an active sex life. And why is that important? Because, again, this week, a study came out that shows that men's penises are shrinking. Another study, plummeting sperm, sperm count, along with shrinking penises and toxic chemicals, threaten humanity. And then the third article was in the New York Times, what are the sperm telling us? Plus every you know previous shows when I've talked about phthalates and the uh, 80,000, 60,000 whatever that number is chemicals in our environment which only with only you know a handful of them ever being tested for safety. So I think that's an important uh, topic for humanity. And now with um, commentary coming out that the genetic uh, shots against the uh, Chinese virus uh, will decrease male fertility and will interfere with the placental attachment in a woman if she gets pregnant. And I, I'm, like I told you last week, you know, this is all available on childrenshealthdefense.org. You know, women are losing their babies. Uh, that's a fact. There's been over 50,000 adverse reactions to this uh, genetic injection that uh, we all are advised to take. So, uh, you know, and that's only one to 10% of reported cases. So you could add zeros to that, huh? So, um, so that's what we'll be talking about in the coming weeks. And um, I've been asking a few people if they've heard the term gaslighting, if they know what it means. Oh, by the way, let me tell you the second book. It really was an interesting read. And it's written by a Steve Deace, D-E-A-C-E, -E, like peace, but with a D. And it's called The Faucian Bargain. And most of you know that, you know, Dr. Fauci in his day uh, probably was pretty good. I didn't know. You know. I didn't know and didn't pay attention to his early career. But I know history says that he came into his job to find a cure for AIDS and never did. He never developed a vaccine for AIDS. When he came into his office, the chronic disease rate among children was 12%. Now it's 54%. So I'll let you judge uh, that uh, for yourself. But uh, the last paragraph of uh, this book, The Fauci and Bargain, states this, and I'm quoting this paragraph. Fauci isn't your friend. He's, he's a fiend. Franklin, meaning Benjamin Franklin, my words, was one of our beloved founding fathers, but Fauci is an unfounding deadbeat dad. Nearly every premise he has asserted from the beginning has either been a well-intentioned or purposeful undermining of truth. 
the Constitution, the rule of law, common decency, and individual liberty. A year under Fauci's thumb makes George, King George III's madness look like a JV team, and that's not even talking about the mental health cataclysm that awaits. His time as a warm, worm-tongue-esque shadow casting a pall over our nation must come to an end. But for that freedom to return, our own fear that has become our idol has to go. And how many times, ladies and gentlemen, fear they had us because they made us fearful. They they had a disgraced modeler Neil, uh, uh, from, from uh, England, Neil Ferguson, telling uh, the government at that time under Trump that there would be millions of deaths. And they were able to get it up to 500,000, right, by calling everything uh, a COVID death. And now every death from the vaccine they're saying is coincidental. But that, that we've discussed all that, and I'm not going to go back into that. Anyway, it's a good read. Uh, they, they have over 200 and some references uh, for all the statements they're making. And uh, sort of proves what I've been telling you. You know, uh, Fauci belongs to the International House of Pancakes because of his flip-flopping. You know, first you have you know, no mask, then mask, then two masks, then five masks. We have herd immunity. We don't have herd immunity. And my biggest complaint with Fauci is he does not allow dissent. He does not allow discussion because there are physicians, virologists, epidemiologists all over the world that have different opinions. And if you don't do it Fauci's way, then it's the highway. But science is never settled, ladies and gentlemen. It is never settled. Scientists welcome controversy. Engineers welcome people to review their plans for a bridge, for whatever, so that the best design is put forward. And my biggest uh, complaint with uh, Fauci is that he dissented from all that. And actually, you know, when it came to hydroxychloroquine, actually penalized people. All right, so let's let's just get into we'll get into a little of that maybe a little later, but I, I want to just talk to you about the term gaslighting. Okay, the term originates in the systematic psychological manipulation of a victim by her husband Patrick Hamilton's 1938 stage play, which was called Gaslight, and the film adaptations released in 1940 and 44. In the story, the husband attempts to convince his wife and others that she is insane by manipulating small elements of their environment and insisting that she is mistaken, remembering things incorrectly or delusional when she points out these changes. The play's title alludes to how the abusive husband slowly dims the gas lights in their home while pretending nothing has changed in an effort to make his wife doubt her own perceptions. The wife repeatedly asked her husband to confirm her perceptions about the dimming lights, but in defiance of reality, he keeps insisting that the lights are the same and instead it is she who is going insane. Today, we are living in a perpetual state of gaslighting. The reality that what we are being told by the media is at complete odds with what we are seeing with our own two eyes. 
And when we question that false reality that we are being presented, or we claim that what we see is that actual reality, we are vilified, racist, bigots, or just plain crazy. You're not racist. You're not crazy. But do you see? You're being gaslighted. You know, we could go on and give you examples like in New York with Cuomo and so forth. He gaslighted you. So we see the major problem destroying many inner cities is crime, murder, gang violence, drug dealing, drive-by shootings, armed robbery. But we are told that is not crime. But the police that are the problem in the inner cities, we are told we must defund the police, remove law enforcement from these cities that are overrun by crime. And that we are crazy. We are accused of being white supremacists and racists. So we ask ourselves, am I crazy? No, you're being gaslighted. It applies to immigrants. It applies to capitalist countries. Uh, and we're told that our, why our capitalism is oppressive. Uh, communist countries kill more people than we do. So gaslighting has become one of the most pervasive and destructive tactics in American politics. It's the exact opposite of what our political system was meant to be. It deals in lies, psychological coercion, and not the truth and not intellectual discourse. So if you ever ask yourself if you're crazy, you're not. Crazy people aren't sane enough to ask themselves if they're crazy. So trust yourself. Believe what's in your heart. Trust your eyes over what you are told. Never listen to people who tell you that you are crazy. Why? Because you are being gaslighted. This does, this does not apply to any particular party or whatever. It's, a, it's just about the, what's going on in, in America right now. So don't listen with a deaf ear or see with a blind eye. Question everything. And gosh, has that been our motto for the last two years? Be the CEO of your own body and question everything. You have a right to, the, to answers to those questions. Do your own research. Use your critical thinking skills. Remember, I've been telling you, logic and imagination, that's what's going to get us through this. And you're not ignorant. You're not stupid. You're not dumb. Listen with your heart. See the real truth. Sadly, not only do not people know what gaslighting is, 95% don't even know that they are being gaslighted. So I hope that just brings a little uh, clarity to what's going on. We are being bombarded with so many psychological operations today, some of them from the CDC, from our own government, from the CIA. You know, CDC and the, these shots, they changed the, the definition of a vaccine so they could give make these shots easier to uh, promote. But these shots are genetic injections they now are finding out that they indeed have a strong possibility this mrna of getting into your dna changing your genome that's really frightening 
really frightening. Uh, but we're not hearing that because anything that is against the narrative is blocked out or censored. And as I said, I'm not against the, the shots, but I want you to know the risks of the shot. And that your own innate ability of your immune to for your own innate immune system to work is a heck of a lot better than these shots because these shots are not going to be able to take care of the mutations. You're going to have one after another. You may be getting a shot every four to six months. And and I'm I'm a little bit passionate about it because you know I'm, I'm I've been 56 years as a physician. And we've had drugs that work. You know, we've had ivermectin, 80 to 85% effective. We've had hydroxychloroquine. When used early with the first sign of a symptom, could have prevented, a, the, the, the estimate is 100,000 deaths. Okay. And we have people all over the world using food-grade hydrogen peroxide inhalation. Curing people, but it's not allowed to be discussed. Okay, Dr. David Brownstein has cured a lot of people with hydrogen peroxide and ozone, but he was censored and not allowed to talk about it. And when you tell somebody, you know, if you're using, you're using all these disinfectants, and a large study, like 30-some thousand patients involved in this study, which was titled Weekly Use of Disinfectants Greatly Increases Your Risk of Fatal Lung Disease. That fatal lung disease we talked about, COPD. And we've talked about electromagnetic fields and how everybody's just so blasé about their cell phones, about their Wi-Fi. You know, turn that darn Wi-Fi off at night. You know, put your phone on airplane mode at night. Do not sleep with it by your bed. Why? Because it interferes with your mitochondria, your, your engines of your body. It opens up your blood-brain barrier so things get into your brain that should not get there. Because as, as much as we all try to live a good organic life, we're not perfect. So there's going to be some mercury. There's going to be some arsenic. There's going to be cadmium get into our systems. But let our body handle it and excrete it and detoxify it. Don't let it get into the brain. You see where I'm coming from, ladies and gentlemen. I wasn't going to talk much about vaccines, but you know, just recently the European Union said that the COVID-19 vaccine has a clear association with brain clots, but not our FDA, huh? Crazy. It's crazy. Nobody's talking about Dr. Bosch. We've talked about it here, huh? You know, he said that the vaccine uh, could make super spreaders of all of us who got this shot. Why? Because it's like taking an antibiotic and abusing an antibiotic. The germs learn to get around it. And he says when the coronavirus mutates around this spike protein, which is very specific, we're going to have mutations that we can't handle. And people who have the shot, of course, they don't know they won't get as sick, but you know what? They can still transmit it. 
So this gene therapy against the Chinese virus neither stops you from getting the coronavirus, nor does it stop you from transmitting it. That's why I said that is not typically the vaccines that we're used to. They had to change the, di- the uh, definition of a, what a vaccine is. They had to change the definition of herd immunity. Because many physicians, including John Hopkins physicians like Dr. Macri, said we're, we're, we are already at herd immunity. But of course, the uh, Fauciism is that we need um, you know, everybody in the world uh, injected with a gene therapy before we'll have herd immunity. So this is a, the only time in my history that we went from the computer into a person with no studies in between. So the uh, clinical trial will not end till 2023. Isn't that crazy? And I guess some of you have seen that meme, one rat talking to the other rat saying, are you going to get that shot? And he says, no, I'm going to wait till the human trials are finished. Sadly, there's truth to that. All right. So, you know, that, that you cannot... Turn on the TV, which I recommended from the beginning. Please don't watch the mainstream media because they're not going to uh, tell you uh, the truth other than promoted by our, you know, the CDC, the FDA, and WHO, which in my personal opinion are all compromised, especially the WHO. And most people, please, if you don't, you don't believe me, just, I don't say Google because I don't use Google, but search the CDC as a private organization. It is not a government organization. It's a private, for-profit organization listed on Dun & Bradstreet. Okay? Their purpose is to buy and sell vaccines for a profit. So they're not going to say anything negative, and they're not going to allow anything uh, negative out there about about their vaccines, about what they're trying to sell. So that is my uh, personal take on it. And recently, uh, there was a Dr. Peter McCullough. He's an internist and a cardiologist. He's a professor of medicine in Texas. He's an editor of two major medical journals. He's been testifying that he has refused repeatedly since the beginning of this so-called pandemic to let his patients just languish at home. And he published his findings of what he appropriately, the, the drugs he appropriately prescribed, but for all of a sudden, you know, hydroxychloroquine was off-label, but it's been used. I used to use it in my practice. He published this in the American Journal of Medicine. And he says that there were 50,000 papers in the peer-reviewed literature on COVID, and not a single one told the doctor how to treat it. So if you had the symptoms of COVID and you were lucky enough to be in Florida, which limited the cycle threshold to uh, 35, because anything over 35 is 97% positive. And Fauci actually admitted that in August. But if you had the symptoms, uh, he was stunned that there was not one of the 50,000 papers that said, you know, what to do about it. Okay. And the frontline doctors and himself uh, 
talked about how they should have been using hydroxychloroquine. He, there was 45,000 deaths in Texas, but the average person, and I think not only in Texas, in the United States, they, didn't, they thought there was no treatment because hydroxychloroquine was banned from, from use by government officials. And who's the highest paid bureaucrat in Washington is Tony Fauci, right? He himself said, don't use it, where years ago you could, he could be found on record as saying it's a wonder drug. Right. All you heard was negative, negative press on this on this uh, treatment. And there was never a panel of doctors assigned to, to look it over because uh, there was no dissent allowed. And there's been tests used around the world with great success. And, that, and, and we didn't allow it here. We let people just have symptoms. And when they got to the hospital, it was too late for a lot of these treatments. And we know the ventilators killed them. 90-some percent death rate once you were put on a ventilator. We didn't listen to the frontline doctors who were actually treating patients. And, you know, I say, you know, doctors which I'm most familiar with, we don't, we don't always agree, but we have a conversation about it. And you know what? There was not a physician on the government task force for COVID that had any experience in treating patients. Not one doctor who's out there in the media talking on TV all the time ever treated a COVID patient. You see why sometimes I really get upset and why I take my morning just to vent here on the pod bean. And, uh, and I am venting because it is, it is crazy. And then once you recover from COVID, like you recover from the flu, you recover from measles or chicken pox, when you were allowed to get those diseases, you were, you know, you had immunity for life. Same thing is, is happening with COVID. And that's why a lot of people that have had COVID are getting deathly ill and dying from the shot because of this of a, of a, of a uh, autoimmune uh, enhancement reaction. There's, probably, there's plenty of COVID recovered patients. We just ignore them. You know, there's very little herd immunity right now from the uh, injected patients. I've, I read some studies where it's like 1%. And we're giving it to everybody. So maybe we should have, right from the beginning, strategically targeted us old folks. Let the people under 50 get on with their lives because they fundamentally had, don't have any health risks. And it, there's no rationale that I could find I could be wrong. I admit that for the, for that under 50 age group to even be vaccinated because it went from the computer to the, in, to your body, no intermediate studies. All right. So, you know, no, no immediate effects in the first six to eight weeks, but what's going to happen a year from now? Are we going to get these autoimmune reactions that 
doctors all over the world are worried about? They don't know for sure, but it is possible. And people are now starting to admit that it is possible to get autoimmune reactions and get fibromyalgia, uh, multiple sclerosis because of the prions, that's P-R-I-O-N-S, that are in this shot. You know, Alzheimer's disease, ALS, all possibilities of this gets through the blood-brain barrier. And it seems like once this lipid nanoparticle coating was put on, it gets in every cell of everyone's body. Uh, am I making any sense out there? These are things that worry me about humanity. Where the heck are we going? Where are we going? What are we doing? I mean, I hope everything that I'm reading is wrong and that we're not going to see deaths and people sick with uh, different diseases, neurological diseases. Dr. Judy Mikovits calls it a fire, 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 fire that's going on in the brain when you get these shots. Now, just in... One last thing. If you haven't heard him, you should look him up. Dr. Michael Yaden. He was the former vice president and chief scientist for allergy and respiratory problems at Pfizer. 32 years in the industry. He retired with the most senior research position in this field. A few points he recently made. This is quoting him. There is no possibility current variants of the COVID-19 will escape immunity. It's a lie. Yet governments around the world are repeating this lie, indicating that we are witnessing not just convergent opportunism, but a conspiracy. Meanwhile, media outlets and big tech platforms are committed to the same propaganda and censoring the truth. And he, he admits that pharmaceutical companies have already begun to develop unneeded, you know, top me off with a booster. Yeah, I'm going to go, go down to the pharmacy and get a top off. Top off vaccines for the variants. There's already plans to manufacture billions of vials in addition to the current experimental vaccine. You know I call it a vaccine, but you know what I mean. It's not a vaccine. Top off vaccines, huh? When you go top off your car, the gas is going to be short. Crazy. I mean, it's crazy stuff. They do not trust the human being. Do not, do not trust our gut. And where's most of our immunity? In our gut, 80%. What have I said for the past year? Have a superior interior. Don't put junk in there. Take a good probiotic. Take a prebiotic. but there's no trust in the human being. It's only in pharmaceuticals. And as I said, now scientists are realizing that this mRNA can, by an enzyme called reverse transcriptase, get into our DNA. Doesn't sound good, does it? Not my words, but scientific words. 
gene-based vaccines. Gosh, it's crazy. You know, you hate to say it's a conspiracy, but from my position, talking to a lot of physicians during the week, it, it, it just you just don't know. It, 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 it has me stumbling for words. Taking our rights away with passports, and we're not fighting. We're just sitting back. You know, I live in Florida. I live not too far from the Gulf of Mexico. When I take a walk there and see one person in one boat in the middle of the bay with a mask on, I really need a lot of duct tape because my head wants to explode. Uh, it's just crazy, absolutely crazy. So, you know, are we worried about depopulation? I think we should discuss it because of men's sperm counts. Are, they were decreasing before the shot. Now they're going to decrease even more if women are going to have problems bearing children. We should at least have that discussion. And why we don't have animal trials beyond me. Well, I know why it's for money, but beyond me, why we let it happen. Okay, so just, I ended up talking about COVID again. Sorry about that. So look, our next couple of shows, uh, this Wednesday with Dr. Wong on um, Four Essentials of uh, Sexual Health. We'll follow up with that with uh, vitamin D and, and fish oil. And you know my opinion on fish oils is they are antifreeze for cold water fish. We'll talk about that. Um, talk about how to, to keep healthy. You know, we're going to have to continue to talk about Wi-Fi, 5G, and its effect on the human biome you know the the wi-fi affects your gut bacteria the gut bacteria communicate with each other by sound and electric and chemicals and it is this is destroying that i you know I, I, i'm sorry about that i get i get tongue-tied because it's so easy not to put that phone up to your ear to use a a, a, a uh, the ear, not the earbuds, because the, the Bluetooth is the same thing. It's just putting that 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 uh, that Wi-Fi signal right into your brain, but using the uh, air earbuds, the the ones that connect to your phone, have an air channel to to decrease that Wi-Fi getting into your brain by putting it in airplane mode when you're not using it. Do not keep it in your body, and women, please don't keep it near your breasts. And there's been studies showing that women. So breast cancers occur in women who keep their phone near their breast. Acoustic neuromas, gliomas are occurring on the side of the head where people put their phone up to that ear. So we want to talk about that. We want to talk about water. Okay, we want to talk about you know, fluoride. Fluoride causes your pineal gland to calcify. That's where your hormones come from. You know, people, people's eye... Peoples. I mean, the, pe the people in the United States, our IQs are dropping. And one of the theories is it's because of the fluoride in the water. So we need to talk about water. We need to talk to Dr. Pollock again about structured water, because because the you know Dr. Pollock has the patent. He's a he's a chairman of the Department of Chemistry out in Washington State. And he discovered the fourth phase of water, which is a gel phase of water, which has a, has a charge to it. It's there for a reason. Okay. The creator doesn't do things without a reason. 
We need to talk about good air. We need to talk about ozone, exercise, maybe some intermittent fasting, which doesn't have to be for days. It could just be from 9 o'clock at night to 12 o'clock the next afternoon. And drink, you know, as it go back and saying drinking good water. So, uh, and then I'm, I'm working on a toolbox, I'm going to call it, of uh, things that we should have in our home in case things go crazy. All right, like, you know, the vitamin C. And we're, we're going to talk about colloidal silver again. You know, that's my favorite uh, thing in my toolbox. Uh, it's good for food poisoning. It's even good for athletes' feet, toenail fungus. I mean, it's good for everything. And you don't get blue from it if you have good colloidal silver, small particle, nanoparticle silver. I'll probably read you that uh, article beginning about colloidal silver and the blue man. Well, he was drinking gallons a day and he wanted to be blue for the publicity. You know how we should avoid sugar. You know, the most potent inflammatory food we can eat. You know, I, I, I need to keep emphasizing that. Sugar, high fructose corn syrup. Uh, and all the other inflammatory foods. We have to talk about that. So I hope I didn't bore you too much. Uh, I wanted to get this this out there to you. Uh, Tuesday afternoon, you'll be you'll love Dr. Will Wong. Uh, he's always well received. He's a he's a naturopathic physician. He has his PhD in uh, exercise physiology. He's an Orthodox priest. He, ha he owns, along with his wife, Michelle, uh, Dr. Wong Essentials. If you're new to the show, you can search my over close to, what, 300, almost 400 shows and search about his systemic enzyme called zymescence. And it's something else people don't realize. You run out of enzyme. You don't make any more enzymes after age, he says 27, but say 30. And they're essential for every function of our body. I spent some time and studied with Hans Nieper in Germany, but he spent years there with him. Dr. Nieper was an MD, PhD physicist, he, you know, on a level with Einstein. Just a great guy. And he spoke good English. So, um, where am I going with this? So, uh, Dr. Wong is coming. Uh, we'll be here Tuesday. Uh, Dr. Jerry Smith, a friend of mine, and I interviewed him. So you'll hear uh, that that interview and uh, his recommendations for a good sex life. And then we're going to talk about men's penises. Not a great subject, maybe, but, you know, it, it's reality. It's happening. You know, with all the soy boys out there and all the estrogen in the diet of men. You can see men changing. They're not as quote unquote masculine looking. Maybe that's not important, but if they uh, are estrogen dominant, well, you know, that they may not be able to procreate. That could be the end of humanity, you know, with everything uh, affecting procreation. And then as a political thing, you know how many babies are aborted every year? Well, between abortions and not being able to conceive, 
you know, what, what are we going to do? I'm old, I'm elderly, so, you know, I'll be, uh, it won't affect me, but I have children, I have grandchildren, it'll affect them. All right, enough ranting and raving. Thank you for listening. Uh, Freddie, uh, my good friend who uh, professionally doesn't want me to give out too much of his information, but he wrote the opening number, he wrote the closing number, and he has a, some other uh, numbers he's written for the show. Hopefully I'll get them next week. Uh, he's just a great guy, and I really appreciate his uh, his talent. What a guy. Traveled all over the world. Play with B.B. King. You know, what a guy. All right. If you have any questions, uh, glad to take them. Otherwise, uh, we are going to go and see you on Tuesday. Have a great time out there. Be happy, healthy, horny, and high. The 4-H club. That's the one we want, right? There's too much negativity. Try and be happy. Happiness is, is, is a choice for us. It has to be a way of life to get through this negative assault 24 hours a day. Happy, healthy. Well, Health, as I've told you, we're going to have to keep talking about that. It's not just the absence of a disease. It's to enjoy life to its fullest every day. Horny, we just put in there because it sounded good, you know, but, you know, it's not bad to be horny when your hormones are working properly. And high doesn't mean from drugs. It just means high on life. You know, enjoy your life. Try and be positive around your family, your friends, your children. Not easy to do. I'm not saying it, but it has to be a way of life that we uh, we work out every day. Okay. Adios. Hey, everybody. Dr. Ron's finished for the day. I hope you got some good wisdom for what the man had to say. If it's all about good health, he's the man you got to see. He has a lot more answers for you. So tune in next week when the doctor is in the house. Or when the doctor is in the house. Let the doctor know what's bothering you when the doctor is in the house. The doctor is in the house. The doctor is in the house. Let the doctor know. Tell you just what to do. The doctor is in the house. The doctor is in the house. Let the doctor know what's bothering you when the doctor is in the house. So if you have a pain, call the doctor. If you have a strain, call the doctor. Let the doctor know what's bothering you when the doctor is in the house. The doctor is in the house. See you next week.